Hey, SoundCloud listeners, this is Ed Van Ness. And I'm John Shannon. You found an encore presentation of the Taxi Stand Hour. You can catch us live every Saturday at 10 a.m. by going to RadioTFI.com. Enjoy the show. Adios. See ya. You found the Taxi Stand Hour. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT. 754-800-2428. On Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a pay phone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah? And change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing a behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing a behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Good morning, everybody. It is Saturday, August 22nd of 2020. And you are listening to the Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and viewing it on Periscope. The scope. The scope it is. From the Northern Command Studio in Egan, Minnesota, I'm John Shannon. And from... Queens, New York, in the illustrious Radio TFI executive tower, where they're up there polishing the uh, the brass. Uh, what what do they call that? That's up on the very. I, I want to say steeple, but uh, that the, would give you way way too much credit. The brass <laughs> the brass balls. Well, that too. But we now nah, we're not going to talk about brass balls today. Mm-mm. I don't think. Anyways. Remember, you dug this is, hole yourself, so. it is. Yeah, you're right there. <laughs> it is my friend and confidant, Mr. Ed Van wow. Ness. Good morning, sir. Well, good morning, kids and kittens. Look at that. I just became your favorite dog. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the secret's out, man. <laughs> the secret. Woof, woof. And yeah. uh, once again, good morning, kids and kittens. Uh, we... Appreciate you joining us here on this, uh, hopefully, a beautiful Saturday morning where you are. Unless, of course, you're in California or in the Gulf of Mexico region where... Oh, yes. 20, 2020 is, uh, man, it's it's unleashing some... Uh, it, it opened up a six-pack of whoop-ass. Uh, look, look, we feel bad for, you know, I hopefully both those storms stay tropical storms. But there is the, there is the distinct possibility... That they may merge together in some kind of super evil uh, mega storm. Uh, the the mm. the cones of death. I'm sorry, the cones of uh, uncertainty, whatever they're called, are are seriously overlapped. This isn't just like a you know, just a little bit here and there, and they're not just kissing on the edges. So, so good luck to all you folks. Uh, follow what your authorities say. And again, you, the nice folks out in California. Uh, uh, good luck with those fires. Uh, you know, stay mm-hmm. safe. Stay safe as best you can. And nobody wants to lose all their material possessions, but they are just material possessions. Exactly. Get, get yourself your pets, your animals, and uh, and all that out of there. And uh, and now on with the goofiness. Well, you know, I, I tell you, if I just maybe just a side note here, 
I actually left the door of the Radio TFI exec, or excuse me, Northern Command Center studio. I actually left it uh, open Uh-oh. today. Uh, just in, you know, it's funny because I'm the only one right now in the, uh, in the house, except my stepson, he's down in the basement, but, uh, but, uh, no granny Annie still in the hospital at this point in time. Um, baby Oliver, uh, forced uh, his parents to take him on a huge ride out to the black Hills. Wasn't that where you were going today? Well, yeah, yeah. Jesus, I forgot that I had originally told you that, yeah. that I was taking uh, today off, didn't yeah, I, I? Yeah, as of earlier in the week, there was not going to be a show today. Uh, or not much of one, if it was just me. Because John was packing up the uh, family wagoneer and off to wherever it was they were The family to. truckster. That's There you go. That's the truckster. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> So I've got cats wandering in and out, and it's just it's just a beautiful thing here. Well, we're cer- a- we're certainly happy to see that the entire staff at the Northern Command Center is basically just blown off the day. Oh yeah, hey, that's great. Yeah, 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 yeah. But there is an outside chance, outside as it may be, that I may be going to get the lovely Granny Annie. Uh, oh, that is. L- later today so that is, uh, that is that is fantastic news and we are we'll have to see I, I always when these things come up like this you know unfortunately we're kind of veterans of this and whenever she mentions she's going to be coming home from a hospitalization uh sometimes it just doesn't work uh we're according not bet- to hoyle if you will so we're, we're not betting the rent money are we uh absolutely not so seven five four eight zero zero chat seven five four eight zero zero two four two eight, and um, and later in hour two we're going to talk about Australian rules football because yes, appara- yes, because indeed. apparently John is an expert now. Oh oh hell no! <laughs> <laughs> oh hell no! Uh, yeah. But you know I I I, I, I was you know and, and Athen is joining us here now uh, on the scope the scope and. It's uh, it's funny because I saw that on the old guide, and I said, you know what? I used to watch this every once in a while when all they just show you was the highlights. You know, mm. every time, every time you'd, uh, uh, every time they'd, uh, you know, score a score a goal. I guess they basically right. kicking it through the center wickets there. Uh, believe me, I, I I watched that years ago. I have many many questions, but let's save that for. Let's not yeah, get yeah. let's not get derailed here, because oh we do. come on, that's what we do when we do it well. You know what? I, I, any other normal week, I, I'd be I'd be with you, but we do have a lot to talk about. We do today. have we do have a a few things to cover. And, I would and, say, and I really don't want to get that sidetracked this early. No, uh, as no, I, as... I totally understand. But uh... oh, anyway, so Ed uh, Ed was a bit. Boy, last night he got his hands on some uh, on some video, which he can he has converted into audio, split it up, and we're going to be talking about it. And of course, if you've been living under a rock, um, or even Iran, for that matter, uh, you you have to be know by now that uh, there's a um, there's been a stay issued by a judge 
in uh, California. I'm not sure where in California this judge was, but apparently they're putting they're putting AB five on hold again as it applies to uh, Uber and Lyft. And so I believe there's excuse me. I believe uh, it's another appeal. This part was what what's going on right now is we're still a little fuzzy on we've we've been in contact with uh with, with uh dave out there in sacramento and alec the soul cab and we're, we're gonna dip into some of la- a little later on well actually let me let me look at it right now uh we've had some private well some group communications via via the tweet tweeter and uh Let's see if we can't dig up some of that because those guys are a lot, a lot more involved in. Uh, they've got a lot more knowledge about what's going on than than we do. So first hand uh, knowledge. First hand so, uh, knowledge. They're they're living it. They're living it. So, uh, uh, and I apologize. I should have had this up, up already. But, uh, well, I was banging my gums here. That would have been your golden opportunity to get that uh, I, all. <laughs> I, I didn't think about it. So yesterday, this is, uh, there's a lot of people involved in this conversation. And, and we're going to do our best. Uh, anyway, I, actually, we're going to have to get back to that because I, I got to sort through some of that. Okay. I, I apologize for that, but um, hashtag so anyway, big time professional radio once again look, here on I, the Taxi Stand Hour. I got everything else. My goodness, I have, I have audio. I have, I have a script. What do you got? My memory. And I put stuff Sometime. on the web. I put stuff on the website too. By the way, uh, this interview we're about to uh, discuss is with. The California Attorney General, I believe he's the Attorney General for the uh, for the state of California, uh, Xavier Rosera. I, I I know I'm I'm botching that name. This was an interview he did with CNBC Thursday morning, I believe, or Thursday afternoon. So uh, I will say this: I watched the interview, and. Prior to whatever that decision that came down Thursday, the the stay of execution is, if you will, I believe this interview was prior to that. But I John has listened to the interview. It's also in for the interview is in full on uh, radiotfi.com. But it kind of clears up a lot of stuff for me, and I've just lost John on on the scope. Uh, but, it, but it kind of clears things up as far as, well, I, I'm going to, John, are you ready? We're, we'll, we'll start playing these. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and, and uh, why don't we, before we do, why don't we, uh, at least get the lowdown as far as what is actually happening t- to this particular, uh, to this particular moment. Uh, as far as the uh, appeals court uh, granting the temporary reprieve. And let's see if we can't uh, come up with what is uh, the timeline here with everything. Now, the uh, the temporary reprieve gives Uber and Lyft until 5 p.m. Pacific time 
on August 25th to uh, file written statements agreeing to uh, the expedited procedures that are stated in the order. Um, let's see, what else do we have in here? Now, they have until... September 1st? Pardon me? I said, is it September 1st? It's in September. And at this point in time, they have to have a, a actual plan in place to implement right. the, uh, the order. So um, now nobody, what nobody has mentioned in any of this is what if they don't? What if they just completely go ahead and say, screw you. We know what's going to be. The voters are going to come to our rescue come uh, November I wonder, I wonder if at any point in time through this process, if they're going to say, if the courts are going to say, well, listen, you're just, you're just blowing us off. I, you know, contempt of court kind of comes to mind here, but uh, what's, what's a, what's a court order to get in, in Uber's way there. Well, so yeah, go ahead. And, it never has before. It never has before. I mean, well, this is true. Laws. We don't need no stinking laws, by the way. We're having uh, some trouble loading the phone. So if you're trying to call, please bear with us. Uh, we will have the phone up and running here. Uh, moment, huh? Now my computer has decided it wants to send me notifications. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> hey, caramba. Do it, John. Do the hashtag. Hashtag big time professional radio right here on the taxi stand hour on radio tfi so it sounds like the it sounds like the phone what phone lines are right now uh a little unavailable unavailable at the the moment but we're uh we're working on it so okay that's cool let's go ahead and uh let's start let's go ahead and spin the records here uh okay here here's this uh and basically, we're going to play this in sections, and it is in chronological order as the interview happened. But we broke it down so that we can stop and 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 discuss. Oh, wait a minute! Oh, oh, oh wait a second! We almost forgot something. My goodness, Uh-oh. what a day! It's your weekly stock report. Uber closed the week as opposed to last week, up eighty-four cents. While Lyft added 42 cents during the week. That concludes your Uber stock report. Well, that was a real surge considering they got a little reprieve out there in yeah. uh, California. Oh, my God. All right. Without further ado, here we go. Uh uh, the California Attorney General on CNBC. Joining us now is the Attorney General for the state of California, Xavier Becerra. Javier Becerra, excuse me. Uh, Javier, Mr. Attorney General, thank you so much for being with us this morning. Now, Uber and Lyft's argument is that their drivers don't actually want to be treated as employees because it takes away their flexibility. Is that correct? It's a bogus argument, and the court saw straight through that. Uh, what worker doesn't want to have access to paid sick leave, what worker doesn't want to have unemployment insurance at a time of COVID-19 crisis, what worker doesn't want to know that they'll get paid for overtime if they work 60 hours in a week or 12 hours in a day. It's a bogus argument, and it's what's worse about the argument that Uber and Lyft try to present a false choice. 
you don't have to give up those rights and those benefits to have flexibility. There's nothing in California law that requires a company to remove flexibility in order for these people to be classified as employees and get those rights. Well, I'd say he nailed that right off the bat. Uh, I feel like I've lost John. John no, 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 I'm here. I'm just... Yeah. I'm just thinking, and and I really don't have anything in uh, – I don't have any real comment on that particular section. Uh, I have plenty once this is all said and done. But um, All right, well, feel free to comment along the way. Uh, I'm also trying to get the phone lines up while we're doing this. So. Right, 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 right. Do we get a do-over? Uh, well, <laughs> it's funny you should uh, – it's funny you should mention that. It, it, it is. Uh, They're going it to win four more years. Why did I? Why did we have to go with that few first? And then after that, we'll go for another four years because you know what? They spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. Oh, we had to deal with that much. Had to deal with that much just to hear that. You kid. Oh, I was in a. I was in a good mood. Yeah, well, I was in a fabulous. Despite the technical glitches we've had this morning, I was in a very good mood, and you had to play that. Well, you you brought it up. So anyway, so let's move on here, and we've already got the attorney general uh, using the word bogus as it refers to Uber and Lyft. So let's continue on. Okay, so if Uber and Lyft, though, they ultimately decide to shut down their apps in California versus bringing on 100,000-plus drivers as employees, um, it seems to me like everyone loses, drivers and riders in the state. So uh, are you worried that that could sort of shift the sentiment here and legislation AB5 could seen as, be seen as a negative thing instead of a positive one? Andrea, you, you realize what you've just said what the the, the the example you're you're portraying here that the only way for uber and lyft to operate successfully is to deny their workers their rights and their uh provide them uh, no benefits to mistreat the workers I, I just don't think that's a business model that leads to a lot of success if they're saying that the only way they can make money is to take it away from workers by not paying them their benefits. There was no reason why, for example, during the COVID-19 pandemic, that in the CARES bill that the Congress passed to give relief to a whole bunch of Americans, millions of Americans who lost their jobs, that taxpayers had to foot the bill to provide unemployment insurance to uh, Lyft and Uber drivers because they didn't have any, because Uber and Lyft didn't provide any. And so it's just not, it's a bogus argument to say that Uber and Lyft will leave California simply because they have to abide by the law and provide people their rights. Now, there's a very valid point there. <clears throat> and, and uh, look, everybody needed help to get through this these past uh, months. I remember, if you're a true independent contractor, unless you're paying into the system, there is no unemployment for you. Right. Uh, this, this had to be a special. This was a special deal. Right, but but again, like he's saying, it's not like Uber and Lyft paid into it. No. So I mean, that's who. It's unemployment insurance. Uh, you, the, they pay up. The employers pay a premium to the state 
to, you know, so that you have coverage. Should the time come that you're unemployed uh, through no fault of your own and Uber, Lyft do nothing. And, and again, this is the young lady, the, the anchor there. She's just another in a long line of people who really don't understand what has gone on with these two companies Lowly's past many years. I swear nor, to you. Nor do they care, Ed. Nor do that, they that's care. That's the thing. As long as they can get on their little app there and tap a button or two or whatnot, Correct. and that and that car shows up. And by the way, I don't know about in, in major places, Los Angeles, New York, Chicago, I don't know what the response time of Uber is in uh, those cities. But um, there are a lot of cities in the Midwest where you could get a taxi actually faster than you could get Uber or Lyft to reply well, we're or not to ta- uh, respond. We're not, we're not talking about service requirements here. What? And as we go along in, in this interview, you'll see this attorney general uh, keeps the history of these companies right at the forefront. It's well, not ju- just what did they do yesterday, but what's been going on through the whole thing. Uh, this is now, not what the reason I brought that up, Ed, is is just that there are so many people, again, I've used this word several times, blissfully ignorant when it comes to what goes on, what goes on behind the scenes. Of course. When you yeah, so that that's all, you know, I you're right about not wanting to get into the service aspect, but go ahead and spin the next record there. Well well just to to put a tiny little bow on that, it's it speaking of how people don't understand pretty much any industry that they're not involved in how many right. times people would say to me oh boy you got here fast i said oh well i was close i was two blocks away when i got the call oh really i thought you guys all had to come from the garage downtown <laughs> you know so it's you know that's actually happened over the years so let's continue uh-huh. on with, with this very very intriguing interview you don't think that they'll do that you don't think they'll actually go that far any business model that relies on uh, shortchanging workers in order to make it probably shouldn't be anywhere, whether California or otherwise. And I just don't believe that that's there. That's what it takes for Uber and Biz- and uh, Lyft to make to make a living. And there again, there there's another shot at them. Again, this is going back, uh, and without him actually saying it, it's like, look, they've been pulling this nonsense for years. Is, mm-hmm. is this how you operate? that you have to cheat your your drivers you have to do this do that the other thing he has a real stinging rebuke coming up here uh, as far as when she mentions about uber and lyft bleeding money and you'll you'll see this interviewer is oh it's the woe is me oh poor uber and lyft uh uh, Mr. Attorney General, uh, Mr. yesterday uh, Uber's CEO, or at least in the past couple of days, uh, called for a sort of new model uh, for benefits and support for gig economy workers. Now, granted, what he's presenting has them remaining as contractors with some guaranteed benefits, but I imagine a new model could work any number of ways. They could be employees, and there could be different models for how benefits uh, are paid for. Has anyone approached you uh, about that? And have those conversations moved anywhere, or is this more just posturing from the companies uh, about presenting uh, new ideas that aren't really uh, being talked about? Well, I I think you do have to wonder, why is it that it takes uh, 10 years, more than 10 years, and a uh, a lawsuit for two innovative companies to come up with a new idea on how to provide 
their employees with the benefits that they're entitled to. Um, look, there's nothing that stops Uber and Lyft from providing these benefits and services right now, which these employees are entitled to, which the court in California recognized. Um, there are conversations going on. Uh, I, I think certainly these companies want to move themselves out of this legal predicament they're in. I believe they want to continue to do business in the largest state in the nation, California. Uh, but they got to do it the right way. Uh, you got to follow the rules. And they were caught. They were caught. They've been doing the, this the wrong way for too long. And it's cost American workers in California. And it's cost our taxpayers. Because, as I just said, in the, CARES, in the case of the CARES Act, where we provided unemployment benefits to uh, gig workers, uh, there's no reason why taxpayers should have to do what companies are required by law to do. Well, I think he pretty much summed up the last 10 years of, of silliness and nonsense in a very, very nice capsule. Uh, there's nothing stopping these companies today from doing the no. right thing. No, absolutely not. They can flip a switch and make changes. Yep. If if need be, they just don't want to because they know it's going to cost them money. Right. You know, poor poor Dara the K uh, may have to spend one less day on his uh, private yacht. You know, oh, I'll uh, oh, put a pin in that because that's coming. That's coming. Oh, that's right. I forget. Yeah. That's, okay. That's You're coming. right. You're but, right. But he he nails it, and that. And something we've said many, many times, if you look at the amount of money that both Uber and to a lesser extent Lyft have spent on legal fee, on legal fees alone, mm -hmm. instead of just abiding by, you want to make changes to, you know, to, to change the, uh, the, the transportation industry. That's one thing, you know, let's face it. Uh, it, nothing irks me more than to hear this word innovative because there's nothing innovative about what they do with, with each passing day. They become, they look more and more and more like a taxi. Okay. Uh, every, every innovative idea they come with, Oh, let's put a divider up pretty soon. It's going to be, gee, what if we put a light on top of the car and uh, we can put our name on the side of the vehicle, maybe Maybe with some stripes down the side. Yeah, uh, believe me, we did this already in the taxi industry. And, uh, but yeah, there's nothing innovative about these two. And, and he, here is somebody in a position to do something about it who's calling them out on it. And again, please remember this interview was, was done just prior to, uh, them getting that appeal, this day of execution. They're not, by the way, Uber and Lyft are not out of the woods yet. They've still got to, you know, I, and I'm hoping that, well, again, he'll, let's, let's finish up the interview here. Do you get the sense that the companies and, and your side are perhaps trying to figure out uh, where the starting line is and, and where the leverage is for those conversations, or are, are they substantive at this point? Well, I, I, I'm not, in, I can't tell you any conversations we're engaged in with regard to this lawsuit, but I, I've heard, as you have heard, that there are conversations occurring among a number of folks, both in the industry and outside, to try to resolve the situation. I will tell you very clearly, folks, the law is clear. If you don't give that uh, individual who does work for you 
that independence, you can't classify them as independent contractors. If you essentially control their activities to the point where they are employees, you got to treat them like employees. And employees are entitled to certain uh, protections, rights, and benefits. And for too many years now, both Lyft and Uber have been evading the law, and they got caught. And the judge made it very clear that it's time for them to join the rest of the uh, business world in doing this the right way. Amen. Yes. I mean, that sums it up all right there. They done got caught. They got caught a long time ago, but now it's official they got caught. Now the question is, is what happens? What happens now is the whole thing. And by the way, let me... uh, let me go back to what I was uh, going to do earlier here. Unfortunately, uh, while Ed's been having technical problems, my brain and my memory have been having technical issues as well. Uh, but I think I got my my poo-poo in one sock, if you will, here now. So let me go over this again. Uh, on the 25th, Uber and Lyft must file a written statement by 5 p.m. agreeing to the expedited procedures in the appeals process. If they agree, the stay will remain in place until the appeal is resolved. And by the way, this particular information is something that was sent via Twitter by our friend Alec, uh, better known as as Soul Cab. And uh, I, we definitely appreciate uh, him and Dave and anybody else that's been a part of this conversation uh, uh, going forward here. Uh, moving on to September 4th, it was September 4th. Both Uber and Lyft must submit sworn statements with implementation plans for uh, complying with the law within 30 days if the court upholds the trial court's injunction order and if they're if and if they're a California ballot measure that aims to keep drivers classified as independent contractors doesn't pass. And then on the 13th, October 13th as uh, the oral arguments will actually begin. Uh, And meanwhile, through this, Uber and Lyft, uh, you know, they're still um, threatening to shut down if any of any of this uh, falls uh, through from shutdown in California, that is. I hope that there are other uh, state attorneys general that uh, are paying attention to this and, and maybe... One of the things that you can do if you're a, a, a taxi driver in or anybody that's really concerned with workers' rights, if you are in Minnesota, if you are in Missouri, if you are in Illinois, maybe contract or contact your attorney general in your state and have them take a peek at what's going on out in California. Maybe we can finally get this resolved so Either one or two things will happen. Either Uber will go bye-bye, which wouldn't break my heart at all, or if nothing else, maybe their drivers will be actually be able to, to be treated like human beings and not just a not just a means to an end for uh, these uh, supposed rideshare companies. Um, Tapping out. Um, Mr. Attorney General, at the, you said that these companies are innovative. They should find ways to make their uh, drivers employees. 
but they're already bleeding billions of dollars. And some argue in the marketplace that they just don't have the money to turn everyone into an employee. And you also say that they were caught, but there's a number of exemptions under AB5, including uh, dentists, lawyers, construction contractors. Why are you making the distinction between drivers and others in other independent contractors? So, Deirdre, before, so to give you a complete answer here, I'd love you to show me these execs at Uber and Lyft and show me where they live and what kind of car they drive and how they travel around the world. And I guarantee you they're not doing it the way a small business that might be bleeding money would do it. And so if they're really truly bleeding money, uh, it's not because their workers are entitled to have their uh, protections and their compensation be fair and according to the law. But to, to the point of how they're doing business, if they're, you know, whether it's fair to do, uh, treat them one way or the other, California is pretty clear. If you are working for a company and doing essentially their bidding, you're an employee. If you are truly independent of that company and there's a test to make it clear if they are or not, then you're an independent contractor and you're you're responsible for those benefits and protections, not the, not the company that reaches a contract with you as an independent contractor. I think it's pretty clear. The judge wasn't deceived at all. Uh, mm -hmm. He made it very clear that he, in fact, he said the harms are not mere uh, abstractions. They represent real harms right. to real working people. There you go. There you go. So now that was the end of the audio. There, yes, right? yes, that's the end okay, of the audio. Okay, okay. So yeah, so like, go see what they're driving. Go see where they're living. Uh, so they're not bleeding money. Well, uh, the venture capitalists are bleeding money. Well, yeah, ex exactly. I mean, and I think if they dug deeper in this, if the Attorney General uh, dug even a little deeper in this, they'd find out that uh, Uber and Lyft are nothing more than a big giant Ponzi scheme. Oh, they, yeah. they got the they got their original investment. I mean, we've had people here in uh, uh, we've had people here in Minnesota put behind bars for similar uh, similar situations. No, they you mean, put. Like, uh, you mean like trying uh, they, to pass like trying to pass a counterfeit twenty? Well, now that's another story for another. Uh, I'm just saying. For, yeah, but what what I what I'm trying to get at here is. Is anybody, everybody knows, at least if you're paying any attention, what it is they're actually doing. They are, they've got all this uh, money from over in uh, Saudi Arabia and wherever else. And to pay back that investment, they're doing it on the backs of people who are investing now. And, and people, for whatever reason, are still investing uh, in Uber and Lyft. And I, I, I don't understand why, other than the fact I think your buddy there that uh, that um, that uh, knows a bit about the stock uh, stock market out there. Dylan, I think he explained it. I mean, they're more 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 of the investors are betting on Uber and Lyft uh, losing money. Right, right. There, you've got people out there playing the market. Uh, there, this is not a long term investment for them. They're they're oh, wow. trying. Yeah, they're trying to play the highs and the lows, uh, which, you know, look, that's how that game is played. But, again, all you have to look at is the starting prices for both those stocks when they uh, – the IPO. I mean, you, they've never come close 
too. They both went off the cliff immediately. There was no, they didn't even do what Wiley could. They didn't even do do it this morning. (laughs) They didn't even do what Wiley Coyote is famous for, which was hanging in midair for a second before he drops down. They didn't hang up the little sign that says, yikes. Yeah. Yeah. They didn't even get to do that. It was right off the cliff. Me, me. So, uh, yeah, look, I, I don't know about Ponzi scheme. It's a scam. There's no question about it. Uh, only the people at the, well, maybe it is a Ponzi scheme because only the people at well, the top are making any money. Well, yeah, that's, that's just it. And that's what a Ponzi it's, it's, uh, I mean, have you ever seen the whole business model for like Amway and, Oh uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's the same thing. It's a big triangle. Right. Uh, and we got, yeah, su- it's, we got pyramid, su- excuse me, not triangle. Yeah. We got suckered into one of those once. Uh, my ex and I, friends of ours, invited us to, you know, we went to dinner. Okay, we didn't usually, guys I knew from work and all that, uh, we usually didn't socialize like that, but, I mean, a little bit, we socialized a little bit. Okay, we went out, we had dinner, we had a nice night, we went back to that, you know. Uh, no, they we went cooked. back to the hotel room and, and the rest is history. Yeah, no, no, they <laughs> they cooked. That's right, we went over and we had, a, we had dinner and, you know, a couple of drinks and then the presenta- presentation started. And I looked at him, I said, you have got to be kidding me. You've got to be kidding me. You brought us over here for this? I mean, you've been to my well, you home. Were, you were definitely groomed. That's for so sure. You, you've been to my home how many times? I treat you like, you know, and this, this is, no, no, no. You know, we got up and we left and I was very. Good uh, for you. I, and I was very upset about it. And, you know, we, uh. I kept my distance for a little while. We eventually reconciled, but, uh, well, Ed, you know, we need the money. And uh, I said, I get that, but that's, this is not something. No, Ed does not play this game. You know, my Mm -hmm. same way. We're not, no, 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 no. I'm not, not about to spend $2,000 to have a garage full of stuff. I'll never be able to sell. You You know, know, and Dara the K, you know, yeah, I, I don't. I don't, anybody that can make a good living for themselves uh, via hard work and ingenuity and what have you, uh, hey, I'm all for it. But if all he is doing is he's getting his cash from the investors who are getting their cash back for, from investors that are beneath them and, and, and so on and so on. That is That is a classic Ponzi scheme, you know, and I'm not even all that familiar as far as uh when it comes to financial crimes and that but they should be doing time for what they're pulling they they really should be and 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 um now i realize that the you know look at what happened uh, with uh travis the k i mean he was able to walk away with uh a billion you know with yeah with eight figure with excuse me with a billion uh, ten figures a billion no no a billion no, 10. You're right. You're right. 10. He got a billion dollars out of it. Yeah. He's okay. And, yeah, now, he's, well. and now he's cheating people in the, in, in the food industry. He's building. Was oh, that what he's doing now? I hadn't paid much attention to right. it. Right. What, what his next plan was, I don't know how it's going now, but uh, opening up these uh, restaurants, if you will. They're not really restaurants. They're uh, big old kitchens 
with uh, they all work off an app. Uh, they claim that they're this brand that you know, the Red Rose Cafe, the, the, and it's really just one big industrial kitchen, and it's all delivery you know, food. We will be all all we all will be in a better place when we can go back to doing things that didn't require a freaking app to do it. Yeah, they can be. This, re- John, this was long before COVID. This was long before well, COVID. No, I no, I understand that, but it's just like everything everything people are doing right now. Oh, I got an app. I got an app for that. I got an app for that. Yeah, you know, it's it's convenient when it comes to some things like, you know, checking your, your bank account and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You know, that that's kind of handy. Or listening but to your what, favorite favorite radio show. Don't forget to or, download, or, download the Radio TFI app on the on the Apple Store. When it works. At the App Store and Google Play. <laughs> when it works. Let's, let's not be too hypocrite. Look, 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 look. I understand what you're saying. And, uh, you know, we, we've become somewhat dependent. But you can't, it, that's a hard line to draw. Okay, yeah, the bank and whatnot. But why can't I have something delivered? Well, that's all good and fine. You know what? What? This telephone that you're sitting there tapping your screen on also has another function. Do tell. What do you do? You pick up the phone. Give us a call. You know? Or by the way. We used, the- to have, we used to have a jingle for Pizza Hut. 4888888 for the very best pizza you ever ate. Don't cook tonight. That's pretty called. good, by the way. You're not giving me the good, the proper kudos for that one. Don't cook tonight. Called Chicken Delight. So there you go. There you go. Look, but, there's um, no, there's nothing wrong with calling your local pizza joint. However, in the it, it, as far as efficiency goes, now on sometimes when I have have a pizza delivered. Now, my local pizza joint who makes Marabella Pizza, if you're ever in Sunnyside, New York, New York, listen to me, suddenly I got I would just I got it. It slips out sometimes. Sometimes you just can't beat the beast down. Uh, Greenpoint Avenue in Sunnyside, New York, Marabella Pizza. But I will order. But to order a pizza through them, you have to go through Grubhub. And... Uh, so, so you, you know, can't just call them. I guess I could. I guess I could. I, I've never tried. But, yeah. uh, you know, but it, look, one thing I've seen about, and I've also ordered from Papa John and that kind of thing. Uh, but you get to pick out what you want. And you're not tying up an employee. And I, and I see the value of that. I said, have you ever watched a guy in a pizza joint taking orders on a Friday night while also trying to tend to customers? at the counter and etc you know it can get it can get a little hairy and that's how orders get messed up etc 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 so yeah look there's there's always the yeah we want to go back to the old days but then again when you get back to the old days you realize man you you had to cart all this stuff around on your own and you had to you know uh you had to talk to people that may or may not understand what it is you're saying uh the person working the counter maybe having a fight with their boyfriend or their girlfriend or whatever. And meanwhile, you're just trying to order that, you know, extra large pepperoni uh, to be delivered to one, two, three 
Main Street, and they're sending it to 321 Brown Street. Yeah, but you know something else with that, Ed? Do tell. I don't even say damn the damn the technology here, and we're getting way off the way off track with this. <laughs> but even, I can't even I can't even even see the ordering channel. ordering something on the internet. Okay, you don't need to have an app with that. Do you understand that when you when you download a lot of apps, it comes with a lot of stuff that's in the background, and suddenly, sure. you know, nothing's for free. Oh, there's no yeah, free. That, there's no free lunch here, Pally boy. Well, I, yeah, this is true. I, but I personally, silly me. Right. Look, we can't even see the tracks anymore. We'll get back there in a second. I long ago accepted the fact that my pals at Google, who give me all this free stuff to play with, fantastic stuff, and all the people out there that make this radio station possible, because I didn't have to pay thousands of dollars for the software. And for the mouse and baby Oliver moving on. Uh, (laughs) in, In other words, ignoring you, but I accept the fact that you're going to take my information, take it. God bless you. Run with it. Whatever you think you can do with it. Have at it, sir. Hmm. Have it. Now that's me personally. And I know it's different for a lot of other people, but anyway, anyway, what do you say? We steer this train back onto its tracks and get back to well, how uh, long will that take my god like you said we can't even see the freaking tracks <laughs> well well we're gonna we're gonna do our best and since we have the only train with an actual steering wheel uh it should make it i that knew it would easy. come in handy sooner or later <laughs> i told you that and you said oh no this is a waste <laughs> look you know again i what irritates me the most about what goes on with uber and lyft are the people, the users, the users who are so blissfully ignorant when it comes to what it takes to actually they don't provide care. that right. They don't care and they don't have to care. I don't care what Marabella Pizza has to do to get that pizza to me, okay? Mm-hmm. I'm not in the pizza-making business. I don't know but, how long the pie has to sit in there. That's not my concern. They get it here, the it's same, hot and yeah, tasty. These are the same people... Yeah. I'm sorry. These are the same people who are uh, attending political rallies, yes. who are standing outside with with signs demanding workers get fi- get a, get the fifteen dollar uh, living wage. Which, quite uh-huh. frankly, if you think about it, fifteen dollars an hour really isn't a lot of money in most uh, in most cities. But it's better than seven fifty. It's better than seven fifty. Ah. But none of them understand that these Uber drivers, once they pay, once they're expensive, once they pay for their car, the maintenance on the car, the gasoline, the tires that uh, John, have to be replaced damn near every. I'm going to I'm going to jump in here because, yes, and they don't understand it with taxi drivers or bus drivers or truck drivers. Do you think people understand what goes into the main, maintaining of an 18-wheeler owned by an independent contractor? Okay. Those tires ain't cheap. You got you no. got to you got to be your own mechanic because you're out on the road. Okay? Nobody understands what goes into that, the taxes, the fees, just for the trailer itself. Okay? Nobody understands and they don't have to understand it. 
That's a reason we all, we all have different specialties. I don't need people to understand how it is I make the pizza. That being said, I'm going to make the pizza legally. But I do understand when it comes, especially to the trucking industry, because I've, I have a few friends that have that are in the trucking industry. I, I use that as an example. We're we're not going to get off into the trucking industry now. No, but they they for the most of them, if they're willing to put in the work, are making are making damn good money. Yes. Let's face it, a Peterbilt is a hell of a lot more heavy duty than a Prius. Yes, but okay, again, it's people don't understand what goes into things, and they don't have to. As long as the service shows up, it's legal, it's legit, it's safe, whatever it may be, it does not matter. I don't care what went on in the bus driver's house this morning. I don't care what happened at the garage, that he had to go through three buses before he found one that was safe and proper to drive. It doesn't matter to me. I The bus shows up, I get on, and away we go. I don't care when they've changed the tires because I know that they have to maintain the bus. Okay? But I who don't has have... to maintain the bus? Uh, Not the driver. <sighs> this is specifically... Wait, the, we are yeah, talking yeah, specifically... We're off on a place that... it does, Look, I understand you're upset. People don't understand how the transportation business works. I get that. I get that. I told you. Like I've said before, why well, thought you had to come from the garage? People don't get it. They don't have to get it. It doesn't matter. And they don't care anymore. You're right. They got their heads down in their apps. I agree with you. I want to talk about something else now. Well, that's good for you. <laughs> good for you. I'm glad you want to talk about something else. Well, I guess we're not gonna, are we? <laughs> because like I like I said, to me it's hypocrisy. Hey, I'm a I'm a true blue Democrat. Uh-huh. Uh you will see me supporting ninety-eight percent of the agenda that's being laid out uh for uh, uh Biden and Harris going Ooh. forward. You will see me Ooh. agreeing. You will see me touting that ticket as much as I possibly can. But the fact of the matter is that if we weren't in the COVID age yeah. And people were going to that convention in Milwaukee. 90% of them would be going in a freaking Uber. I get that. Where that driver, after his expenses for that vehicle are being met, are lucky if they're making six, seven dollars an hour. And you're right. And the people on, are please. people are oblivious to the facts that go the the, the workings behind that I agree with you. I agree with you. They should be more aware, but John, they're not. Are do you know how they made that microphone that you're speaking into? Well, for one thing, I'm sure it wasn't made in America. For one, well, be that as it may, do you know everything that goes into that microphone? No. All right, then. I don't. I don't know. I also know it was made in China. We have all we can do here in the United States to try to make sure that American workers are taken care of and are able to make a decent living. I can't I can't focus on China or Taiwan or Vietnam or anyplace else right now. We've got to focus on what's going on here in America. We are. And right and right now there are workers in America, whether they be Uber or Lyft drivers or a lot of other jobs, where people aren't making 
diddly squat we know. for the work that they are doing. We know. We agree. And well, people are talking, we got to get $15 an hour for this worker, this worker, this worker, this worker. They have, they could care less about the, the worker who has to work 18 hours in a day to make what they're making in eight hours. And now, now Jesus, now even that, even that option is gone for those drivers. As I understand it, they can only be on the road in some areas for 12 hours tops or, or I forget, I don't know exactly what I, it is. I, but I, Are you talking about Uber drivers or truck drivers? Yes, yes. Well, yes. let's remember that uh, as far as uh, truck drivers, bus drivers, they have limits to the amount of time right. they can be on the road. I know, I've done DOT logs. I'm still mm-hmm. required to do them if I'm, uh, well, in certain circumstances. Uh, you know, but again, All I, I'm I asking for, as I am... As I am getting ready to cast my ballot in November, yeah. I'm going to go to I'm going to go to the polls. I to, to, I hate to tell you, I don't care. I'll wear a mask. I'll stand I'll stand 50 yards behind the person in front of me if I have to. You'll be closer to the track than this conversation is. I mean, no, <laughs> no doubt, right? Um, I guarantee you. I'm gonna I'm gonna cast my ballot, and it's going to be for people who are pro labor. But if you're going to be in favor, are you gonna be pro labor? You can't be just pro labor when it comes to some professions. You have to take a look at the wide scope of everybody that's out there providing the service, and we are a service economy. Mm-hmm. We have to go out there and we have to look at every aspect of this service economy and we have to say, well, no, wait a minute. You know, that guy that uh, that guy that took me to the uh, to the uh, convention, geez, I just saw him sleeping in his car here uh, four hours ago. Um, mm-hmm. That's the life these people live. And this is just to be able to provide a living a, uh, a a living for their family you know to to so their so their kids can eat something other than ramen noodles so i you know that's all i'm asking you know people take your head out of your ass if you are a if you support labor then don't for, don't leave one or two marginalized here that's just like saying you're you're in uh, you're in favor of of civil rights and making making sure that uh, that African Americans aren't mistreated. Well, let's make sure that that Native Americans aren't mistreated. Let's make sure that Asian Americans aren't mistreated. Let's make sure that this is all inclusive and all Americans can live the American dream without getting beat over the head with a billy club or get a bullet in their back. How about we just out? How about we just make sure Americans are treated well? That there you go. You're you're right. <clears throat> are you done, Poppy? <sighs> I had to take a breath, so I guess <laughs> <laughs> you went off on a tangent there, sir. Which, while I agree with everything you say, had absolutely nothing to do with what we were talking about. No, I, I agree, did, with, but but John, I agree with you. But again, you have to look at it from the reality perspective. People, Does that have to be the reality? 
Can you know everything? Look at look at the the reality we now, are now, right now. I, is now, we're sitting here. Now I let you go for almost ten minutes there. Okay, just I'll so still no, make this point. No, 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 no. Your points. You had your time. You had your time. The reality we're living in right now <laughs> is that we have some piece of shit in the White House. Language that all he cares about. Screw the language. That all he cares about is the advancement of his life and his family. And maybe a few other people that are that have no problem throwing millions of dollars around, you know, people like Dara the K. He could care less about you or I. We're going to do something about it come November. Hopefully we're gonna vote his ass out of the White House. Mm-hmm. So don't tell me that you have to live in the reality. You went you you now we can't even see the train. We're in a part <laughs> where we are now in a place where People haven't even heard of the tracks. They don't even know they exist. Again, I agree with everything you're saying. I'm just saying, as much as you want people to be in tune and on top of everything that affects you and yours and your lifestyle and your and your way of making a living, for the most part, people don't know because they don't need to know. I don't need to know how how that truck is assembled. I don't need to know. I need to know that it's here to take my stuff. That's what I need to know. So I don't need to know everything about being a doctor. Otherwise, I'd be a doctor. I don't need to know, and I don't care about the inner workings of the transportation industry. Me, I care because I was in it. But as average Joe citizen, I don't care. I boop, boop, boop on my phone. A car shows up, be it a taxi, an Uber, whatever it may be. I get in, and with, with a little bit of luck, I get to where I'm going safely and directly. And if there's, if, if there's no issues with the ride, I'm a happy boy. That's the average Joe on the street, okay? And as much as you want to get upset about what they don't know and what they don't care about, they don't care that you care that what they care about, huh? Well, moving on. We don't have any. We don't have. I was going to say we're out of time to be moving on. (laughs) I got a stack of paper in front of me. That I was planning well, for this well, first You'll hour. You'll be able to just save that stack of paper and come Labor Day when you want to take the day off, you can use it to kindle <laughs> the damn fire in your backyard. <laughs> you know I value your opinion, but only in small doses. <laughs> yeah, well, guess what? You got the mother load today. I did, my God. Where was all this during the week? Well, I'm saving way. it. This is still the mothership show. This is still the flagship. Monday when you Thursday. get your when you get your caca together and get back out on get back to work yourself, <laughs> we're not going to have the quarantine show to the uh, to be uh, doing this. So I'm just getting ready to just <sighs> load the rifle, get it packed down good, and give you the grand blast here. Oh my god. Oh, I love you so much. Oh. Woo! He's saved by the bell. I'm telling you right now. 
my buddy Ed is saved by the bell because now it's time to take our our little uh, break here and uh, come back to uh, come back to hour number two of the Taxi Stand Hour on the Mothership Show. And little does he know, I'm going to be just going back to reload right now. So <laughs> we'll see you on the other side. Thanks for listening. T-F-I. You found the taxi stand hour. The worst talk radio I've ever heard in my life. On Radio TFI. Join the conversation. You can reach the guys at 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428, on Twitter, at Taxi Standard. From a payphone, call collect. So most people have a fear of acquiring the virus. I think a good way of doing it is to imagine that you do have the virus, yeah, and change your behavior so that you're not transmitting it. Don't think about changing your behavior so you won't get it. Think about changing your behavior so you don't give it to somebody else. Well, I was driving down I-95 the other night. Somebody nearly cut me right off the road. I decided it wasn't gonna do any good to get mad, so I wrote a song about him instead. It goes like this. Were ye born an asshole? Or did you work at it your whole life? Either way, it worked out fine. Cause you're an asshole tonight. Yes, you're an A-S-S-H-O-L-E. Don't you try to blame it on me You deserve all the credit You're an asshole tonight You were an asshole yesterday You're an asshole tonight I've got a feeling You'll be an asshole the rest of your life All your friends are asking 
Taxi Stand Hour on Radio TFI and hour number two. Uh, ha- by the way, has the uh, the phone issue been worked out? Oh, yes. I would have told you that long ago, but you wouldn't okay. shut up. Oh, okay. Well, in that case, 754-800-CHAT, 754-800-2428 if you want to get a hold of us here. Uh, at Taxi Stand Hour on the Twitter, those of you who are joining us in the uh, in the scope Scope. Took you so long. You're not supposed to say the scope. You just say periscope. Oh, 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 I'm sorry. I forgot that memo. That's in my little pile of shit to burn here. So, uh, so, oh, and by the way, just to answer your question, or his question, I should say, yes, I was born an asshole, and I've been been, uh, perfecting the art for the last... uh, 57 plus years so yes i was born one and i have improved my craft over the years and all your friends are assholes because they've known you your whole life yeah damn skippy you haven't known me your whole life and you're you're definitely right there in that boat with the rest of them just because i shampoo with preparation h does not make me a shithead well there you go all right jesus some of us don't get to eat during the break some of us have to work during the break Oh, poor Basita. I'm sorry. I'm sorry your labor conditions here at Radio TFI are so bad. It's horrible. People don't oh. understand. People don't know. If people if people don't know, and, and they should know. Right? Isn't that your point? Isn't that the point yeah. you... Well, obviously, if they're watching us on Periscope, they know that you have to eat on the fly here while That's you're doing right. the... Because you're an animal, you're a slave trader. Slave trader? Okay. No, slave driver. What the hell? What's wrong with me? Cards and letters. Mm-mm. So, once again, good morning, kids and kittens. We're happy you're here. We had a rousing hour number one. We we listened to a fascinating interview with the California Attorney General. That interview is in full. is available on RadioTFI.com. It will also be available once this show is posted on SoundCloud and on the uh, website and everything you need is, is on the website and we'll have some more new and exciting oh John you'll be happy to know we've settled on new rules for Ed, uh, John and Ed versus the spread this year what do you mean we white boy you mean we me oh, me he'll, cr- he'll craft up some more rules and no whatnot. no you're going to like this one you're going to like this one going to craft up these new rules and when he gets his ass handed to him halfway through the season, he says, well, no, wait a minute. I don't think I quite like this. Mm. Oh. I was inspired this morning. And I don't know what inspired me, but it came to me. We're going to add a new little wrinkle to the uh, to the proceedings this year. And uh, I think it'll be fun. It'll be exciting. It'll add uh, uh, some drama. And uh, all right, I'll I'll spill the beans. Here here's here's the new wrinkle. Instead of picking the winning teams, we're gonna we're gonna pick over or under uh, how many people are in the stands. 
Овчишка. No, There is a new twist, and uh, I'll explain it to you off the air. I'm not going to go into it now, because there's one or two and, wrinkles. And 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 the listeners do appreciate that. And they and they applaud, so, and the crowd goes wild. Exactly. Um, just to finish up from the last hour. Ooh, I wasn't going to go there, but. Just to finish up from the last hour, just one quick story that, again, is linked on the website, RadioTFI.com. Former Uber exec uh, is facing about eight years in prison. This is the guy that paid two hackers $100,000 and didn't tell anybody about it. Two hackers broke in, uh, got their hands on about $57 million. million pieces of information uh, from 57 million users, drivers and uh, passengers alike. Long story short, the guy just paid them off. Uh, The feds found out he didn't want to tell Uber for fear that they would look down on him for doing something bad. (laughs) I thought they encouraged that kind of behavior. That was going to say... And this I, was I think dr- you get a bonus if you get if you do stuff like that there, don't you? Yeah, and this was during the Travis De- uh, Travis Decay period. So we're not going into it again. It's on the website. Uh, he's looking at about eight years, and uh, that's going to wrap that because I would have gone into it in much greater detail in the last hour. But hmm. well, so, you know, hey. So, guess who had a funeral at the White House today? It would be Robert Trump. That would be the one. So now somebody tweeted, I'm, I'm going to uh, just paraphrase the tweet, and I totally agree with this. Uh, I, I join most people who have at least some shred of humanity in them. You know, the Trump family, yes, you lost somebody in your family, and uh, it's sad, uh, but... Since when do taxpayer? Since when does taxpayer money have to go into uh, burying somebody or or be or paying for a funeral? Uh, I'll guarantee you, it was held at the it was held at the White House. Mm-hmm. Uh, why why did uh, why did taxpayers have to help foot the bill for it? I'm sure Trump had some money in there, some of his money, but why? Uh, but why? Um, he doesn't pay for golf. We pay for golf. Well, of course. Well, and here's the other thing that I still don't get is that we're talking. Uh, he's going to give his expe- acceptance speech, accepting the nomination, That's which I would love it if the Republicans said, "Yeah, no, you know, wait a minute, ham sandwich does sound better uh, than putting you back in office." But you know, one can only hope. But anyways, why why do taxpayers have to help fund him? Uh, give his. Uh, Acceptance. Why? Uh, why actually, does this have to be from the White House? Well, that's actually a thing. Uh, I, I don't know what the legalities of it are, but you're not allowed. I believe, and correct me if I'm wrong. Cards and letters, phone calls, whatever it may be. You're not allowed to do any electioneering on government property. At the very least, the White House. Well. Giving, giving, accept, uh, accepting his nomination from the White House, well, doesn't that kind of fall right in that? Uh... Well, right. You're using the trappings of the office 
<clears throat> which of course, excuse me, which of course he's done for four years. So this should come as absolutely no surprise. Also, what should come as no surprise is that nobody from the spineless uh, Republican Party is saying anything about it. I I watched his daughter-in-law, Eric Eric's wife, Laura Trump, this morning on the Today Show. How does Eric Trump get some? She did the usual Republican thing, which is just kept talking over people. Well, President Trump... Kind of like you do. But I'm... (laughs) I'm hotter. So, uh... Look, they're going to get a big audience this week for the Republican National Convention. Why? Because everybody loves a train wreck. Boy, when a train goes off the track like we've done. Hey, hey, hey. Because yeah, look no, at our ratings. That's right. Because no other train has a steering wheel like ours does. Uh, but it's going to be four days of negativity and uh, grievances. and uh, I, I mean, I don't know where they can go. By the way... Uh, you know, we're going to do our usual, you know, beat down on Trump here in just a little bit. But there was a young man that spoke at the Democratic Convention, uh, Braden oh, yes. Harrington, mm-hmm. a young man. Now, I had not heard about him. I didn't know anything about him. And I came across the video where, where Biden met him. Coincidentally, it was February 7th. Whose birthday is that? Oh, that's mine. That's neither here nor there. And I have to tell you. I, I I really feel the need, because I wasn't aware of it. This video is, again, is up on the website, uh, along with Braden's speech. Uh, I just feel, we're going to play the audio, but if you can, watch the video. Because to see the look on this young man's face, that somebody knows what he's, by let me play it, and then, then we'll talk about it on the other side. Hey, what's your name? Owen. This is my son, Braden. Hey, Braden, how are you, man? We're here because he's daughters, and we wanted to hear you speak. Oh, man, come on. Yeah, I tell you what, don't let it define you. You are smart as hell. Now, you really are. You can do that. Can I get a phone number for you, and I can tell you how what I used to do and how I would do it? Can you take his phone? Because there's about 25 stutterers I continue to work with. And I can tell you the things that helped help me. I know, by the way, the hardest thing is talking on the telephone. So I don't expect you to be able to. When I stuttered, I used to talk like this. And it took a lot of practice, but I promise you, I promise you, you can do it. I promise you. And don't let it define you. You're handsome. You're smart. You're a good guy. I really mean it. Don't let it define you. And you know when I say I know about bullies, you know about bullies. The kids who make fun, it's going to change, honey. I promise you. I promise you. Is it if I call him dad? No, I mean for real. Is it okay? If you watch no other part of that video, watch the part where... Biden says to to uh, young Braden, and I know talking on the phone is the hardest part. And the kid's eyes just go wide, like, oh, my God. Somebody knows. Somebody knows. You know, I'm not alone. And I, I, I mean, look, I'm, I'm not trying to get all teary and weepy here, and I'm usually a 
cold-hearted son of a bitch. Um, but I, I, you know, my, my, my heart broke. I was just like, Oh, can you, I, you know, and as much as I don't want to bring this into it, can you, can you see Captain Coppertone doing this to anybody? No, no. absolutely not. And, and look, this I, may not, this may not be reason ahead. enough to vote for Biden. And I don't care if you vote for Biden or not based on this or anything else, but I you do. can't, you cannot watch this piece of video. And not be moved by the fact that the young man now sees that there really is a light at the end of the tunnel that is not an oncoming freight train. Oh, he's going to have his, his battles as as he deals with this. I started a little bit as a kid. I, I'm not. I'm nowhere close to. Uh, I had a little bit of a stutter, but obviously, obviously, I got over that. Uh, but it, it, it was just very amazing to see. Uh, you know, the, the Biden relates to people on a completely different level. And, and that's all I got to say about that. I think that you see, and I didn't when when Biden was running for president, uh, you know, he's had two failed runs for the nomination. You know, I don't think that people saw that uh, in him back then. No. But and age has age has kind of mellowed him a little bit. And I honestly think while while he is. I think he's going to be a smart president, and, and, and yes, I'm talking. I'm getting. I'm putting my. I'm putting the cart before the horse here. I, I totally understand that, but I think he's going to be a compassionate president. I think that he will do his damnedest to try to uh, bridge this whole uh, gap with the uh, uh, as far as uh, most Americans. You know, like you've said before, there's there are. You know, that 30 percent of Americans who, you know, when Trump gets handed his walking papers uh, uh, in November, in November, there are going to be, you know, that uh, that uh, terminology Trumpists is going to be around for a lot longer because he's just you want to talk about you and I getting off the rails. Mm. Uh, Those folks are. Yeah, they're they're out there. Absolutely out there. But no, getting back to Biden, I th- I think that uh, the man has compassion. I don't think any of this is 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 made up. No, no, uh, no, and, I don't think so either. You know, and this compassion that he shows sometimes gets him in a little bit of trouble. You watch somebody, somebody will will take a clip out of that, and uh, they'll say, "Oh, look, yeah, Biden's got tired of girls, little girls. Now he wants to." Go yeah. after little boys. Can I have his phone number? Well, uh, the, somebody the, will run with that. You guarantee. And and they don't understand that the man is compassionate. He, he said it himself. He wants to be the um, the president for all Americans. That's right. He whether, want, you, whether you vote for him or not. Exactly. And but, uh, he never but, heard Trump saying that. No. By the way, speaking of... Uh, Although we weren't, the uh, the the, the right wing media, your Geraldo Rivera's, your uh, Laura Ingrams of the world, are all chastising Biden for. Yes, he gave a good speech the other night, but he read it off a teleprompter. <sighs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. So, so it's not enough, you know. Well, let's see. And somebody has put out. I didn't. I didn't save it. I didn't. I don't have it ready, but there's a 
you know, oh, okay. And then it's Trump screwing up reading off a teleprompter for four four years worth of that. You know, look, let's uh, let's get into our uh, our little political stuff here because I got some things I want to play. Some of them funny. Some of them are just. Uh, I want to start out with Julia Louis Dreyfus. She she was one of the hosts for the Democratic convention on Thursday night, and she's funny in her own right. If you don't, she's that's Elaine from Seinfeld, and she was the star of Veep. So she had the, this. This was the one of the funniest things I she said. Just remember, Joe Biden goes to church so regularly that he doesn't even need tear gas and a bunch of federalized troops to help him get there. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I thought it was funny. I think it's yeah. hilarious. So, <clears throat> all right. Now we're going to go through our clips of the week and. Uh, this this to me was one once again proving no one is safe with Trump. It doesn't matter how loyal you are to him. No one is safe. And but by, by the way, before before I get going on the clips, I got a list here. I got a couple of things. Oh, this was news yesterday. Uh Donald Donald Trump was ordered to pay Stormy Daniels lawyers forty three thousand in fees. So good for her. Uh, uh, let's see. Michael Ian Black at Michael Ian Black. He's a he's an actor of some note. Uh, he tweeted: Marco Rubio was opposed to having celebrities speak at political conventions, which is why the Republicans have Scott Baio speaking at theirs. <laughs> Good for him. And finally, this is from uh, Alex Cole at uh, AC news sites AC news statistics okay here it is so far Rick Gates convicted Paul Manafort convicted George Papadopoulos convicted Mike Flynn convicted Michael Cohen convicted Alex Vanderswan convicted Roger Stone convicted Steve Bannon arrested and Donald Trump impeached so there's your uh yeah you pick nothing but the best don't you there Donnie boy that that covers all of our uh all of our written homework. Those are our tweets. Uh, John doesn't do his homework. That's that's all left. To are me. you kidding me? So are anyway, you even kidding me? Right yeah, yeah, I am. So anyway, like I was saying before, I, I got straight away a little bit. Again, the train has a steering oh, wheel. Oh no shit! Now, would you watch with the language, please? We're trying to do a real show here. So anyway, here's uh, here's Trump beating down on his one-time uh, favorite squeeze. But we're doing great coming back. We're coming back and our numbers are better than almost all countries. I will tell you that. Despite what you hear, look at all of them up there. Scott, look at all of that fake news. It's unbelievable. Unfortunately, Fox has become fake news too. I don't know what happens to these people, right? Do you agree? At least the other side, you know where they're coming from. But I'll use every tool at my disposal. But we're doing great coming back. Uh, even Fox News is getting bashed by the Trumpster now. Uh, let's see, what else? Yeah, Fox got? News thought uh, Biden's DNC speech was a home run. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they did put the caveat on that it was on a teleprompter and, and prepared, but you know that's the only thing they could say. I was going to say, how how often does that happen? I mean, 
uh, people have been before it was teleprompters it was cue cards so you know give right. me a break or pieces of paper like like i have yeah or no yeah oh let's don't let's don't uh, take notes oh geez no that's <laughs> so let's go on to our next trip through the uh through the verse here so here we are this is uh somebody put this out a few days ago this is mike pence speaking at the 2016 republican national convention uh juxtaposed to things that are happening now i'm a christian a conservative and a republican in that order i've seen the way he deals with people who work for him at every level and i've seen the way they feel about working for it. He is a racist. I don't think he's fit for office. He is a con man. He's such a blatant sexist. And he is a cheat. And Donald Trump will never turn his back on those who serve and protect us at home and abroad. Russia paid bounties to Taliban-linked militants to kill U.S. and coalition forces in Afghanistan. I have so many briefings on so many different countries, but this one didn't reach my desk. I've seen this good man up close. His utter lack of pretense. We are the envy of the world, they call and they say the most incredible job anybody's done is our job on testing. It's African-Americans who remember generations of hollow promises about safe streets and better schools, and they know Donald Trump will fight for equal opportunity. Why are African-Americans still dying at the hands of law enforcement in this country? And so are white people. So are white people. What unites us far exceeds anything that sets us apart the radical left the marxists the anarchists the agitators we will win the hearts and minds of the american people with an agenda for a stronger and more prosperous america i caramba now not a bigger load of horse hockey has ever been laid upon the american people uh moving on here's oh this is this is one of my new faves this is uh i'm gonna go back to the beginning of the week i found this little clip uh let's talk about covid and wearing a mask i know you had that discussion with uh with mike higgins of uh of wvip fame mike i'm still waiting uh debbie gibson please i'll do anything you like pal and uh again i can't handle the truth so anyway, this uh, <laughs> this young lady, she's a host on uh, on on some online shows and all that. Heather Gardner, and here's her little dissertation on wearing a mask and freedom. Quick little PSA to all you anti-maskers out there who refuse to do your part, cause freedom. See this passport? It used to get me into 180 countries. Now it gets me into 30. So guess what I lost? Freedom. The Czech Republic mandated masks in early March. They crushed the virus and now they don't even need masks. Plus, their restaurants and bars are now safely open too. There's a word for that. And if we can't get a handle on the virus, parents won't have the to go back to work because their kids won't have the to go back to school safely. Freedom, my ass. Wear a mask. Hmm, that kind of... That's a little, I, I mean... I think that gets the point across, don't you? Dan? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, while we're talking about masks, uh, sure. I had one here that uh, I didn't realize who the individual was at first, but Delta Airlines, and I don't have the the guy's name in front of me, but Delta Airlines uh, banned the uh, uh, individual 
who uh, actually uh, put the bullet uh, in Osama bin Laden. The na- he's uh, a Navy the SEAL. Na- the Navy, Navy SEAL. SEAL, yes. So, you know, he, hey, and congratulations, by the way. You know, you did your part for your country. That's right. Uh, you know, and, and I, I couldn't admire you more for this. Well, let's explain why he got banned by Well, I, I was getting there. Okay. I was getting there. All righty. The, uh, the fact, yeah, he got booted off, uh, uh, not just booted off, banned. Banned by the airlines. He, yeah, banned by Delta Airlines because he refused to wear, he refused to wear a mask. Not again. only. These were rules. These were rules that was set not only by that, Delta Airlines. He took a photo in his seat. Oh, yeah, exactly. And I think he, he might have even tweeted it or put it out there. Oh, he did. Like put he it out did. as a meme. Although. Uh, I'm not a pussy. Yeah, although more than one person speculated he probably wore the mask getting on the plane and then took it off once he sat down. Oh, I, you're probably right. And again, you're, I had this discussion with, uh, once again, Marabella Pizza. I was over there the other day, grabbed a, grabbed a slice as I was waiting. We were, I was chatting with the man behind the counter. And we got to talking about the whole mask thing. They're wearing masks. I'm wearing a mask. And... Uh, he was telling me how he had been at a Home Depot a couple days before, and there's a whole big thing going on because three guys didn't want walked in without wearing a mask. Well, people are forgetting you walk into a business. It doesn't have to be the law. It only has to be store policy and posting. You're walking into their property, absolutely. It says mask required. At that point, you either put on a mask or you turn around and go take your business elsewhere. Okay. It says, why is it people don't have a problem with shoes and shirts? And Oh, by the way, and, and, and I'll refer back to Mike because he put out, he put out a tweet the other night uh, about, about mass and the ADA and how this was going to uh, blah, blah, blah. And I replied to him simply, no, it's going to have no – because that's not part of ADA. People who are th- – th- these medically – this is not a thing, Okay. If you can't wear a mask because you will not be able to breathe, you should not be leaving the house right now. If your respiratory system is that bad. That compromised, yeah. Yes, better word. It's that compromised that putting a piece of cloth loosely, the mask I have now fits very loose. It, it, It sits on my nose, but other than that, it's loose. And it's much better than the N95 I was wearing. Uh, then you shouldn't leave the house. Oh my God, I've got breathing problems. But you know what? I bet you don't have that same breathing problem in the winter when you got the scarf around your mouth and your nose. I bet you didn't have that breathing problem two Halloweens ago when you wear wore a full mask as a costume. I have no sympathy for the guy. Thank you for your service. There's no question about that. Okay. But people name is his name, by the way, is uh, Robert O'Neill. Yeah. Um, He uh, here's the thing. And somebody, you know, people were making arguments for him. You know, he shouldn't he shouldn't have to follow rules and what have you. Why not? Let me um, for to be a to be a Navy SEAL. They are probably the strictest. (laughs) It's all about rules. It's all about rules. You say, you know, when they tell you to jump, you say, how high? How high? That's right. 
So yes, they're they are. Uh, so in other words, somebody somebody is saying he's above the rest of us. Exactly. That's exactly what that's all about. So in other words, so, just, uh, this guy did a very a very heroic thing, and he served his country well. Uh, and thank you, thank you, thank you for that. That doesn't mean you can get me sick just because, or anybody else. Right. So, so there. Absolutely right. By the way, uh, you remember the uh, fiasco known as uh, the Sturgis Bike Rally? Well, we're starting to uh, mm-hmm. we're starting to see some results from that. Minnesota alone has 15 15 COVID uh, cases linked directly to Sturgis. So, in other words, these are people who left that uh, bike rally. Oh, they got their freedom. They didn't wear masks, yada, 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 da, while they're hanging out at wet T-shirt contests at any one of the uh, several bars there in uh, in uh, Sturgis. Yeah, so they uh, uh, 15 cases coming back to Minnesota alone. And um, that's more to come. We're just at the at the tip of the iceberg uh, with that one, there, folks. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, oh. So let's see what else we got going. Oh, let's uh, while we're talking about COVID, uh, here's Bernie Sanders from a few nights ago. He was on uh, on uh, Stephen Colbert's show. I, I kind of trimmed this down. Uh, you're not really going to hear Colbert, but essentially, what the conversation is about is. Uh, Colbert asked them about uh, a vaccine and the big pharmaceutical companies, et cetera. What's going to happen? Are they going to jack the prices up? And here's Bernie. But these are largely crooks, in my view. Uh, They are engaged in price fixing. They're engaged in collusion. Right now, they're receiving billions of dollars from the federal government. Of course, we want them to come up with a vaccine, the best vaccine possible in the shortest amount of time. Uh, But... uh, Trust me, uh, they will. We're going to have to watch them very closely because okay. these guys will make billions of dollars in the pro- in the process. And by the way, when that vaccine comes, and we all hope it comes sooner than later, we have to make sure that every American can receive that vaccine free because you are already paying for it through your tax dollars. Yep, we're, we're giving all these pharmaceutical companies money to develop these vaccines, and Bernie is correct. We've already paid for it. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, it is it is nice to hear from Bernie every now and again. He's, it uh, is. It is. And and what will, you know, I, I don't know crooks. that Bernie's, <laughs> I don't think Bernie's going to be uh, up for any cabinet uh, no. positions uh, no. there in uh, uh, a Biden administration. But him and also Elizabeth Warren are going to serve valuable roles in in the uh, Senate uh, when uh, hopefully when uh, the Senate also uh, flips. flips. And uh, and there has to be some checks and balances with with everything here. They are going to stop. they're going to stop Joe from wandering a little bit too far on the right, mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, whatnot. And they're gonna they're gonna remind you know they're gonna remind him, you know, just remember who helped bring you to the dance here, Joe. That's so right. They and, they will have valuable uh, roles uh, yes. going forward. I don't think it's going to be in some sort of a uh, uh, any uh, ceremonial role. Yeah, exactly. I still oh, by believe- the way, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, no, I still b- believe that uh, uh, 
my my dream scenario is uh, the Senate flips. Uh, uh, Elizabeth Warren is named Senate Majority Leader. And as much as I don't want to see Amy McGrath lose, it'd be worth it to have uh, uh, Mitch McConnell squeak by by three votes just so he has to sit there as the uh, minority leader and listen to, because it'll kill him if Elizabeth Warren oh. is. It will kill him. And, well, at least something will get done for Christ's sake. Well, I mean, look at, look at the log bills. in the Senate. I mean, come on. How do, how do you... Oh, I got a few more Trump things. Are you ready? Well, I, I, before you do, just okay. real quick, I got one tweet from one of my favorite... Uh, uh, one of my favorite uh, uh, Twitter habits here, and that's uh, uh, Aunt Cra or excuse me, Aunt Krabby, Krabby, absolutely. I know Aunt uh, assuming it's a female, I I think it's who cares? Uh, who cares? Yeah, exactly. At this point in time, but she posted up a piece from uh, uh, NBC News, a poll that uh, whites with uh, college degrees, oh, yeah. Biden is up fifty eight percent to thirty five percent. Where Trump for for whites uh, without college degrees, it's fifty nine to twenty seven in favor of Trump, and to which I said there should have been a third, uh, right. a third category, uh, where it's whites without college degrees that aren't total idiots. That's right. So I saw that. Carry there. on, Montesquieu. Uh, carry on. Well, let's see. Let's go with one of your new favorites, QAnon. Oh, yeah. Because guess, guess who's got El Presidente's ear? Following this movement right now? Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much, uh, which I appreciate. But I don't know much about the movement. Uh, I have heard that it is gaining in popularity. And from what I hear, it's, these are people that when they watch the streets of Portland, when they watch what happened in New York City in just the last six or seven months, but this was starting even four years ago when I came here, almost four years, can you believe it? Uh, these are people that don't like seeing what's going on in places like Portland and places like Chicago and New York and other cities and states. And uh, I've heard these are people that love our country and they just don't like seeing it. So I don't know really anything about it other than they do supposedly like me and they also would like to see problems in these areas like especially the areas that we're talking about go away i don't know anything about it where have we heard that before oh yeah they're very nice i'm sure they're very nice people look and we bet we haven't even touched on steve today steve bannon oh, getting no. arrested uh any day now, he's going to say, Bannon, I think he got coffee for us once. I uh, Oh, but yeah, that's that's it. You know, uh, it, it's, oh, anyway, I'm going to go through the, finish these. We got four more clips, and then we, we can talk about all that other stuff in the time remaining. Let's see. Uh, suburbs, California Fire, Akron, or four more, plus four more, plus four more years. 
Let's uh, let's go with Akron right now. Akron it is. 172,000 dead from COVID. Millions unemployed. Facing foreclosure, evictions, and losing health coverage. Times in Ohio are getting tough. Donald Trump is making it worse, demanding a boycott to put Goodyear out of business. That's 3,300 union jobs. Jobs that sustain families all over Ohio. Why? His feelings got hurt. Trump talks a good game, but he's not on our side. Never has been, never will be. The Lincoln Project is responsible for the content of this advertising. Got to be loving that Lincoln Project. If you're not following them, I highly, highly, highly recommend it. If, if Trump <laughs> if Trump wins Ohio, then I'm going to uh, try to find them a good uh, a good psychologist here to tell you. Uh, Apparently, right now it's close. It shouldn't to the be close. It shouldn't uh, be close. You've got to Your remember. Your president. Your yeah. president just called for the boycott of one of the largest companies in that state. The caveat of the poll that I'm referencing, okay, is that it was taken before the Akron, the Goodyear state. Oh, it was. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, well, that, that should change. You know, I, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the, that he gets his ass handed to him in, in Ohio. And and what he failed to mention in the whole oh well Goodyear won't let their employees wear mega hats, they're not letting them wear Biden hats either. No, this is a place for work. This is not a place for because they don't want they the Goodyear they sees what's going on in the country right. and they don't want that BS going on while people are operating uh, machinery or at work uh, at work. Well, yeah, but you know. You could run into a ton of safety issues right there because all wow. of a sudden you got two employees at it, uh, yakking back and forth about their their political uh, uh, whatever. All right, four more years plus four more years plus four more years. Suburbs. Yeah, let's go. That I could use a laugh right now. Oh, You're going to win four more years. And then after that, we'll go for another four years because, you know what, they spied on my campaign. We should get a redo of four years. All right, first off, it's been proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that there was no spying on his campaign. Second off, are you out of your cotton pick in mind? And thirdly, there's no do-overs in the Constitution in our country. There's no do-overs. Uh, somebody said something mean about me, so I should get to stay in the job that I don't do anyway. Uh, <sighs> resin, frezen, rush, that's frezen. <laughs> well, but the, the thing is, is it just goes to show uh, what people have been saying about this. Trump got elected into in, into the presidency, and if he had his way... He would say, "Screw the Constitution." Screw oh yeah, the law. oh yeah, that's and what he's aiming for. There until either he died of natural causes, or somebody did the world a favor and put a bullet in his head. Well, yeah, uh, uh, Secret Service—that's the uh, Radio TFI uh, Northern Command Center, not the that's executive right. Egan, Minnesota. Narrow it down from there. That's a... <laughs> You'll be hearing one of those soon enough. All right, 
let's talk about your, well where you are right now in the suburbs. You know, for those suburbs, I keep hearing about suburban women. I made the. Oh. And at well, least four, you know, at least four women in that in crowd one speech gave a recently. Shot. I called you suburban housewives. And they all loved it. But what I got, they said, sir, I don't know if that's politically correct. I said, don't worry about it. They'll get over it, right? But we saved, we saved the suburbs, the suburbs. And you know what I'm talking about. And they said, you know, for those suburbs, I keep hearing about. All right. On top of all the other malarkey in there, and there's a word we all better get used to. Uh, you know what, what the number one giveaway is that that whole thing is, is, is nonsense? What's that? Sir, whenever he says, well, sir, they blah, 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 he's lying through his teeth. Whenever he says somebody called him sir, he's lying through his teeth. It's been proven over and over and over and over again. And finally, this is what, truly one of my favorites because it's a throwback. He, uh, he, he call, he, it's a callback, actually. He's playing the hits here, and we all love the hits. But he's repackaged the hits. You know, he, he's got a new arrangement on this one. And it's, it's an all-time favorite, one of yours, one of mine, Donald Trump with Sweep the Forest Floor. And I see again the forest fires are starting. They're starting again in California. I said, you've got to clean your floors. You've got to clean your forests. They have many, many years of leaves and broken trees. And they're like, like so flammable. You touch them, and it goes up. I've been telling them this now for three years, but they don't want to listen. The environment, the environment. But they have massive fires again in California. Maybe we're just going to have to make them pay for it because they don't listen to it. They mocked us when I said that. You got to clean your floors, just an expression. Clean the floors. And they have many, many years, decades of, of leaves, dry leaves and everything. That's why they have it. There are other places, forest cities, they're forests, they were developed in forests and they don't have any problem with more flammable trees than you have in California. Now, John, before you say anything, I want you to picture this. Picture him saying that, but he's sitting on a bar stool with a beer and a shot in front of him. In some rundown neighborhood bar. This is the guy, this is exactly what you hear at the end of the bar. Oh, it's, it's, you got to clean the floor. Of course. You go in the forest, you take your broom. They, they did it in Norway. That's where the white people started. You know that. Have you, you're 61 years old now. Yes, sir. Have you, do you remember the last time there weren't forest fires uh, in this, this time of year in California? Well, Smokey Bear says only I can prevent forest fires. Yeah, well, I think Smokey Bear got caught up in one of those forest fires. Well, actually, that's the that's the backstory on Smokey Bear. They found him after a fire. Anyway, no, uh, they uh, fires are a natural part of the ecosystem. Uh, humans have encroached on some of that area. Trump is an idiot. Even if we wanted to go and <clears throat> sweep the floors, does this moron not realize? How, how much, how big are, are, for, yeah, it, you can't do it. And that's not, 
look, I, I'm not going to even justify it any further by, by explaining why it can't be done. But again, just that image of him sitting at the end of the bar with his red MAGA hat tipped back on his head. He's in his plaid, plaid construction shirt, gut hanging over his, his dirty jeans. Yeah, Jimmy, you got to clean the floors. It's the, listen to his voice. Listen to his voice. That's, I understand. Oh, he's high, and he's high as a kite while he's talking, and there's no question about it. Well, you know, Adderall and alcohol don't mix real. Stand, but uh, as I understand it from watching news reports on on this uh, on these fires that are going on now, which a lot of forest fires start this way. Something that he has absolute can can no matter how much you sweep the floors, isn't going to matter. That there was correct. quite a barrage of lightning right. in several, several areas there. And lightning, I, I would, I would, now every once in a while you'll get some ass that'll uh, deliberately start a fire. Now I, I do totally understand that. But the fact of the matter is, is that a lot of these fires start because of lightning storms yes. in the area. It's part of the net of nature's way of keep cleaning things up and et cetera, et cetera. It's not a pleasant way, not for us humans. No, but okay. Here's the other thing. Do you, do you go swimming in, in shark infested waters? I do because I can, I can beat up the sharks. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Because, but uh... <laughs> people are building homes. In areas that are known to be prone to forest fires. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like you said, humans are kind of encroaching into not this kind, whole. Not kind of. Look look along. Uh, how many homes have been lost uh, on the coast in California? Because they, they build these homes with, uh, they build them on cliffs. Literally, cliffs made of sand. And they're, they're, they're being held up by these 30, 40 foot poles. And then shocker, an earthquake or the, or the land gives out, finally gives, I mean, come on, man. That's not where we're supposed to be. I know it's a beautiful view. I get that. But we're not supposed to be some places. Look, you don't build it. There's a reason the Empire State Building is not, has not been built in the middle of the desert. You know why? Because the ground won't hold it. You know why it was built here? Because the ground can support it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, so let's see. I got to. Uh, I got a couple more here in my pocket. I just want to raise here. I'm exhausted. Uh, let's, for, let's let's go to uh, the uh, post office here, where we are having uh, rotting food, dead animals, and chaos. Wait a minute. Uh, are you talking? You talking about the post office or my refrigerator? Well, probably both, but at least your refrigerator has some refrigeration, which uh, uh, apparently uh, apparently there's no refrigeration uh, in the post office. But people, now I didn't know this, people send, even uh, I saw in one article where they, they, they actually send live animals. They send uh, chicks. Yeah, yeah, chicks go through the mail, yeah. Yeah, exactly. They've been doing that for... Uh, since the early 1900s from uh-huh. what I what I'm told uh, as well more well, goes through this the delay more goes through the mail than just your cable bill oh you're right but the delay 
is causing these chicks and chicks to arrive dead. Uh, fresh fruit or fresh foods are rotten by the time it arrives. You know, you have a contract, you do this stuff with the post office, uh, assuming that things are going to arrive uh, in relatively uh, decent shape. I understand a, a sorting machine can raise hell on certain things, but that's another story for another time. Well, if you do have a sorting machine to begin yeah. with. Yeah, that's, well, you've also got to keep in mind, look, let's say I'm a, I'm a producer of baby chicks, and don't you worry about how I produce them, okay? So I'm shipping them out to where they got to go. Now, I fully expect that every once in a while, there's going to be a weather problem or something, you know, unexpected. It's going to happen. So I'll refund. I'll, I'll, I'll send out another batch of chicks. But to have the postmaster general start slowing things down is, uh, and don't forget, vote early, vote often. If, if you're able to apply for a mail-in ballot now, do it. Uh, I'm going to do mine today I'm, because the state of New York has just made it okay for everybody to do it. You can use COVID uh, as a reason. They did it as for they did it for our primary back in whenever the hell our primary was, 100,000 years ago. Who remembers these things? But uh, whatever it takes to get out there and vote, don't get it. If you have to mail it, get it in the mail as early as possible if your state gives you 28 days then mail it out the very first what actually yeah let me rephrase that have it ready to go the first possible day that you can send it out absolutely i personally normally like to wait till election day and do my ballot it's because i may change my mind this year i'm not changing my mind uh, the rules have changed a little bit that's this right this year Unlike most other years, I'm going straight down. It's all blue this year. Just me. get your blue, uh, get your blue highlighter. That, there you go. And again, I don't normally do that. That's not my thing. And by the way, for those of you uh, scoring at home, or even if you're alone, it is day one sixty for me. One six zero. Yeah, that's so freaking inaccurate. It's not even funny. What are you talking about? Ellie's out there on his damn bicycle terrorizing pedestrians. So, but that's, 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 that's neither here nor I got one other thing here. I hold on, hold on. You. It's 160 days since I worked. Okay. 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 All right. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Thank you, Senor so, Wences. <laughs> so, apparently, in uh, uh, apparently, uh, we've uh, got a guy in Massachusetts. Who has th thinks he come up with a real catchy phrase to describe uh, uh, Biden and Harris by calling him Joe and the hoe. Oh, come yeah, on. he went, he even went as far. I'll, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you the story as presented by Brian Burnell from NBCBoston.com. The owner of a Massachusetts auto shop likes to stir the political pot, excuse me, political pot with the signs he posts out front. But his he, his latest whipped up more than reaction, or excuse me, whipped up more reaction than usual. I thought I was ready to read. Obviously, I'm not. Rob Roy, my God, that sounds awfully familiar. Who owns Rob Roy Auto in Salisbury, Massachusetts? I, I'll I'll tell you why it sounds familiar. It's a drink. 
Oh, is that what that is? Rob okay. Brewer. Yeah. So, so anyways, he put up a sign, uh, Joe and the hoe, yada, yada, yada. He got called out on it, so he decides to replace it with a Confederate flag. So, mm-hmm. you know, okay, so he's got his uh, 15 minutes of fame here. He's Hopefully he's gone. He's got flushed down the proverbial toilet, uh, of you will, and we won't I don't, even think I don't, about it. I don't remember Massachusetts fighting on the side of the Confederacy. Well, neither do I, really. But um, <laughs> I don't give a rip what you want to call them or what makes you refer, you know, whatever trips your tr- trigger. Because, quite <laughs> frankly, uh, Kamala Harris, you think this is her first rodeo? Do you think she hasn't heard some de- derogatory <laughs> Stuff slung at her about her name, about her heritage. Well, Come Trump, on, you're, Trump, Trump sure was calling her nasty original. just just a couple of weeks, just a couple of days ago. Trump was all over. Come on, she's heard all this before. Exactly, exactly. I don't care what you call them. Just just make sure that you're there to vote for them. That's right. If you want a country to come back home to in another year, that's Ooh. that's all I, I I got for that. Now, how about Australian rules football, huh? Yeah, Australian rules football. Now, many, 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 many years ago, when ESPN was brand new on the horizon, uh, they didn't have, back in the day, they didn't have a lot of top-notch sports. It's not like it is today, NFL, basketball, baseball. No, 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 no. So every once in a while, me and a buddy of mine, we'd be out, you know, tipping a few back, and we'd go hang out back at his place. And here it is, like two, three in the morning. What's on Australian Roos football? I get very familiar with it. Back in the, this is thirty, almost forty years ago. Uh, and now sitting there in the middle of the night, half drunk off my ass. What's what's kicking my butt? And it's it's the guys in the little white coats and the white hat with the little flag, and they just boom shoot their arms, and it's so precise, and it's and I oh, st- yes. I still don't understand it, and I don't want to. I don't want to understand it. And uh, I, I saw your comment, John. Yeah, I mean, we're, we are a big uh, big bunch of pansies here in this country because we wear all this equipment and whatnot. You got rugby. You got Australian rules football. These guys are just, man. They, you don't just need no stinking pads. Holy smokes. They're, they're cuckoo go nuts. They're cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. But I did enjoy it. I don't understand the rules. It's a round pitch. I don't get it. I don't want to get it. I, I haven't watched it in a long time, but when I do come across it, I just want to blissfully just kind of kind of go through it and just let it ha- let it happen. It looks me. like a very entertaining sport. And I caught the first quarter of that game I mentioned uh, uh, between, what was it, Western and uh, Melbourne, doesn't, if I'm not mistaken. Doesn't matter. You want to know why? Why? I think you started that early just to cut me off, damn it. I think you did. Uh, I guess it's time to say goodbye. We put another two hours of information and entertainment in the can. So, I'm John Shannon. That's Ed Van Ness. And I still got the money. See ya!